Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, it's Mr. Bye for now from Millwall Football Club, and you're listening to the world-famous Actong Millwall. Welcome, dear listeners. Welcome to Achtung Millwall. Nice to be back. I've not been here for upwards of two months, one way or the other. I missed the last home game. Was that against Hull City last time we... I believe it was, yeah, yeah. Hull City. I missed it. I was away for that one. Um, but you join us here, dear listeners, for the visit of Wigan Athletic on a cold, beautiful, sunny afternoon here in South Bermondsey. Joining me are two stars of stage and screen and sound, Mr Michael Avery. I'm not a star of any of those three things. That's that's our other co-host today. And much photographed. His, his, his company is sort across the car park. It's the man off the telly, Mr Aaron Paul. Good to be back in Birdshit Corner. It looks like they had one hell of a party here last night. <laughs> the birds always live it up here. The birds live it up around here, dear listeners. Uh, your Millwall team this afternoon, dear listeners. Controversially, some might say George Long retains his place in the Millwall goal. No Bart Bielkowski. Um, back line be the returning Sean Hutchinson with the, the captain's armband, Jake Cooper in the middle, either side of Murray Wallace and Danny Mack, your midfield twosome, of course, Jules Savile and Billy Mitch. In front of them, Zian Fleming, the star of the show, Vogi, Andreas Vogel, Sammer, and also returning Mason Bennett. Uh, in front of them, of course, is the reliable, industrious, hard-working Tom Bradshaw. That's Nick's way of saying he's no score enough. <laughs> a lot of games called off in the non-league world today, Michael. Frozen pitches. Yep, our, our friends at Erith Town are going to be away at uh, Phoenix. No, at home, uh, yeah, away at Phoenix, that's called off. Yeah. Talking of non-league, the potential non-league next season, Gillingham. Gillingham v Ebbsfleet, the Kent yeah. Derby. Yeah. Ebbsfleet yeah. doing well in the National League oh, South. They're, um, they're, uh, Gillingham's off tomorrow. Charlton away at Morgan's away. And we were just saying, just before you press for a call, that's a frosty-looking pitch. Yeah, the, the, the Lions pitch looks a bit white out there, Aaron. I heard that... Oh, no, that's a different ground I was thinking of. I was about to say that part of the underfloor heating done well, but that's not here at uh, Mill. That's another ground I was thinking of. I, we've never, we've never uh, actually... Um, had a problem with a frozen pitch in my time here at the New Den. Um, I can't think of many at the old Coldblow Lane ground for that matter, but certainly um, there's a, a whole section of what is at the moment the Wigan half. I'm really disgusted with that Wigan kit there, Aaron. Shades of grey with a green sleeves. It's a very odd, odd turnout that they're in Mill, of course, in their traditional blue and white. Couldn't they do something better, surely? Week before 
Christmas. I mean, Does JJB Sports still exist? No. no. Must be off their, their, their last, the last remnants of what the JJB warehouse had available. It's a repulsion. JJB's weren't bad, you know? They're not. No. Dave Whelan is just... He's not owner anymore. They've got new... Well, I'd say new owners. They've got an owner that launched them out of trouble, which is good news to them, but... Colo Torre, incidentally, first game in charge yeah, of Yeah, new manager for Wigan. They've always been a bit of a bogey side. They've always been a bit of a blocking side. Game is underway, as you'll have gathered. Mill are attacking the away end in the first half in accordance with the dictums of the venerable bead. Writing in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle. Wigan on an early surge for the 11 on the left-hand side. That's a bobbling shot. That's across the face of the goal. Punched away by Jules Long inside the first 30 seconds. Going to be a right-sided corner. That's not a good start, is it? Bit risque, wasn't it? Risque. Risque's the word. I'm sprawled nonchalantly up in Birdship Corner with my two compadres, listeners. The uh, Birdship remains. Much changes in life, but the Birdship remains. That's been put behind for a goal kick, as you'll gather from the derision of the uh, cold blow lane in there. I think it's like South Bermondsey grit, the Birdship, to stop it freezing up up here. I do wonder what they feed these pigeons on, but... Uh, it yeah. could be Manzi's cheap plug. Could be Manzi's <laughs> what's in the car park today, dear listener. Well, there ain't many people here today. Aren't there? No, it's not an easy uh, day to get out. We've got the big uh, match tonight, listeners. Of course, England versus England versus France in the World Cup quarter-final. Because the compromised Christmas shopping from the missus indoors before <laughs> said cup. Because you can't do both. Can't do both. Mate. And if you are still looking for gifts, why not pop along too? The Millwall Club shop. Yeah. If you can get in the queue, the queue was massive out there. Well, I, th- the I think we should start bringing advertising onto this channel. <laughs> well, unplug it, unplug in the no The website is not available at the moment. It's, it's, it's a physical sales only at the shop, isn't it? Arthur's run is being organised by a gentleman, uh, Pete. Right, he was round by the awning today, but he's uh, collecting a loads of bits and pieces. The Ukraine, is it? Um, I believe it originally was. Um, I'm not sure whether. It's um, what, what, it's, what it is now or what it's, it's evolved into, don't get me wrong. But it's obviously um, it's a collection for you know, people who need, who need supplies and okay. items and everything like that. Um, you donate into his van and bless him, he, he jumps behind the wheel and, and, uh, and drives where it needs Wigan to be. pressing forward, interrupting Michael's uh, worthy, worthy uh, spill there. It's falling to the right, left side, ball back into the box. Mills are just looking a little bit shaky in defence so far, dear listeners. Five minutes in. Yeah, Arthur's run. I'm sure that's on um, on Twitter if you want to contribute. It's, it's a great cause. Um, and, um, yeah, I think he's been here since half seven this morning. Has he? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's a cold one for him, bless him. But well, well done, Pete. You, uh, you know, it's a worthy cause. Absolutely. Can I, can I just shout out the guy with the flat cap in block one, which means about 1,500 of you, but... The guy eating the Dairy Lee Lunchable. I haven't seen them since triangles. Well, no, they're the ones you know. You used to get the little cracker, the bit of ham, and the cheese in the little pack. But I've seen him eating the Dairy Lee Lunchable down there. Is he? Respect to him because I don't even know they still made them. My, my heart attack surgeon would have a fit if I started eating those, wouldn't he? Lunchable. <laughs> Hats off to the club as I walk round to the blue bus to meet up with Michael and Aaron. Today I walked past a little outdoors bar that never used to be there by the uh, the, 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 the the tribute wall. Is it? They've got a little bar set up there. With is it the captain's bar or something like that? I don't it? know. It's just yeah, like yeah, an outdoor yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. And it was doing some good trade. Well done, Millwall. That's what we've always wanted to see, and it's it's great to see it. The, the blue bar area, very very good. 
You've got the German uh, burgers and sausage bar around there. And the bar down there doing some good good uh, trade. And the band were pretty good today, doing some uh, ACDC covers. Yeah, yeah. To, be fair to, to be fair to me, it, it might have taken them a bit of a while to start using that space more effectively. But they're there, they're doing but it. It's, but it's there, yeah, all, that's what I'm saying. All, I, all, I've, ever, all I've ever wanted. Like, all, not all I've ever wanted, listeners, that sounds a bit, you know like the kind of lifetime's wish, it wasn't really that, that extreme, but uh, it's great to see the club making use of its, of its land, bringing more income in. Do you think he gets this everywhere, James McLean? I think he does get it everywhere. I was going to say, I'd say 91 of 92 of yeah. yeah. We're going to win the 91 that give it to him and all, yeah. And this is because he won't wear a, a, a poppy because of his uh, background. But he will get some stick for him, does get some stick. I think he gets a lot more than just booing at football grounds, to be honest. But there we are. A nice move here. This is uh, Vogelsam on the right side. Balls into the box. That's batted round by the goalkeeper. Lovely move on 10 minutes by Millwall. First real moment of um, threatening action there by the Lions. That's gone for a corner. It's going to be a right-sided corner. Going back to the games with Wigan before they take this corner, yeah. do you remember the 3-3 when we were 3-0 down with like eight minutes to go? Dennis Wise yeah. era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we pulled yeah. that through. And it felt like we'd won the game because it was the first time in ages we'd actually beat... Wise Hull could do that. Against. Wise could take a game and if yeah. he needed a goal, he would find a way. He, find a way he was a top-level player. Mm. Oh, that ball works its way through down the left. Zian Fleming, little ball inside. Tom Bradshaw, ball into, chipped in first time. Goalkeeper backs it away. Vogel, Samra on the, on the uh, right side. That was a nice little dink on the target the goalkeeper got down to it Love, great chance for Mill. nice move come towards 15 minutes ball's now going to come in from the right that's uh, onto Bradshaw but he couldn't really bring it under control I was just talking to Kelly Webster of the Lions Food Hub with uh, Aaron and, and Michael um, and she was telling us but following that great piece that you did on ITV great great little piece on the work of the Millwall Community Scheme but someone from Smithfield Market on the strength of that piece, made a donation of 40-odds turkeys for low... It's upgraded. Upgraded. So, the man, I heard, uh, is... He, he come from Yugoslavia and said that he struggled a lot when he came to this country and that he wanted to right. give something back. All right. And so his wife found out that he's trying to donate 50 turkeys. Right. And said, no, 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 that ain't good enough. We're going to do 50 Christmas hampers. Blimey. So fair play <laughs> to the guy. Um... I don't know if you want to remain sort of anonymous or what. Yeah. In respect to him. Yeah. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Power of television, listeners. Power of television. That's be beautiful gesture by the unknown. We will respect his um, anonymity there. Can I also just say thanks to you guys, the, the Acton boys, for uh, the kind donations. We, we, we've got the... the um, Chocolates, chocolate selection boxes and a box of milk tray for every family. So well, on not, well done for you for organising it, because all we did was lumped in some money, but that's it's a really nice gesture. Nick, Nick also could be the milk tray man for those uh, who wants to donate. <laughs> I'd have to be careful not to put me back out skiing down a mountain. <laughs> that's an old, old school ad, but younger listeners want to know what I'm on about. 17 minutes, nil-nil. Bit of back and forth game. We've had we had some moments. That was a good chance for Tom Bradshaw a few minutes ago. Nice little feeder ball from uh, Zian Fleming. If you could pick up two players, two players in two positions that you feel could really benefit this side, what would they be? Messi. No. <laughs> well, you. I mean, within reason. <laughs> within no, reason. Um, 
we need a goal scorer. A goal scorer is the most obvious thing. Someone that can get on the end of these chances and have a decent chance I mean, of you, you look at that just quickly to elaborate on that that ball from Fleming into Bradshaw was so effortless yeah. if you had a, a, a real top six striker he would have put that away touch of quality on that front would be would be very very welcome um, poor old Benick looks like he's injured a lot now and whether, how much we're going to see of Benick I don't know but yeah. um, same with Ryan Leonard he looks like he's pretty much permanently injured now yeah, he's, um, like, he's like the operation man isn't he <laughs> just bits of him are open <laughs> I suppose someone on the left side, really. We, we, we lack somebody on the left side of midfield, really. We, we seem to be filling in a lot, don't we, when, yeah, yeah. at the moment? I mean, it's easy to say goal scoring is goal dust, isn't it? I mean, every every side um, are searching for that. I did want to mention Alex Aldridge and the quality of the recruitment. We've signed this young kid. We mentioned it on uh, the Fizz and I were talking yesterday. The uh, boy um, Imaku, I think his name is. I think that's how it's pronounced. Guy from, from Shamrock. Shamrock Rovers. Um, apparently a real prospect. So. Yeah. That's the kind of, um, the sort of signing, signing we want to see, yeah, yeah, you know. Because yeah. let's be brutally honest, it's not going to cost us anything. If he does well, it benefits us, and then if we sell him on, it benefits us as well. Exactly. That's, that's the model we've got to go for. 20 minutes, come towards the halfway point. Well, actually, it's quite entertaining half so far. There have been moments at both ends. We're going to have the ball zipping around backs and forwards on a few occasions, but then the best chance was that one that was mentioned, Tom Bradshaw. Well, I do agree. I do agree with what you're saying about left-hand side player, because... I mean, you could argue even say that as far as left back or left wing back as well, couldn't you? You know, it doesn't have to be that left-hand attacking player because I think, yeah, we've got Murray Wallace who's who's good at sort of left backy and Malone who's there as a left wing back, but they're not sort of con sort of consistent, are they? They're, they're always no. chopping and changing. Some on-field leadership as well. Yeah. We, we do seem to lack a voice, someone that's going to pull it together. It's great to see Hutchinson back for this afternoon's game because I think that's. And how much he, more confident does Cooper look with Hutchinson yeah, next yeah. week? Oh, Talk of. Um, Apparently Jake's out of contract at the end of the season. Talk of Glasgow Rangers being injured. This was mentioned on Fizz, uh, the Fizz show yesterday. I had money, I suppose, I don't know. About all I can think of. It is beautiful, sun is setting now. It's, uh, it, the Canary Wharf is illuminated in the luster of the late afternoon Bermondsey sunshine, which is renowned around the world. Some of the great artists strive to capture that sunshine. They call it Bermondsey light. Bermans, you like. The uh, incinerator building is, is particularly well picked out by it. To be fair, apart from the opening five minutes, Wigan have done absolutely nothing, haven't they? They've had possession. Yeah, I know that's what I mean, but they've not done but anything they've not, with it. They've not had it in the danger zone, apart from the opening yeah. bit where they were zipping around there. They're in limp like your vegan chip. Millwall so far, industrious, but nothing. Um, nothing. The best chance was Tom Bradshaw, which uh, the goalkeeper did well to get down to earlier on. Otherwise, it's a fairly um, scruffy, cold afternoon game. Murray Wallace inside. Nice nice little pass there. Ball's in, headed away. Fleming, the crowd wants a shot. They want some magic. And straight into uh, James McLean's crown jewels. Does he, would he have crown jewels? He'd have... Wouldn't have crown jewels, would he? Republican jewels. <laughs> Uncle Nick, what's your favourite Christmas song? My favourite Christmas song. Um, I, 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 obviously, the uh, fairy tale of New York is, is the classic, and it? it's 
which I think is actually a good song in its own right. Ball bouncing around, that's shot into an empty net. The 20, ping pong inside the mill penalty here. The 20 has an easy chance to slot it in. 33 minutes, mill nil, Wigan one. That was very poor defending by Millwall. Ball allowed to ping around and an open shot on goal. That is fucking moronic defending, Al. The only thing you could take from that that's slightly amusing is long save for the uh, rebound was like, you know the slow-mowing platoon when he goes down? He just had no interest in trying to save that, did he? That's all. Poor goal. Poor goal. Look, it's on replay. This is a replay. Scuffing around. They're just basically slotted in. That was the debate. Oh dear, oh dear. Poor, poor goalkeeping, Aaron. Bart's extending arm would have got that. And I know there is this whole debate at the moment, Bart or Long, and I am obviously team Biakovsky. Yeah, me too. Right, here's a question, right? And this is for any listener who's got any goalkeeping experience there. Deadly serious. Would you have died for that block shot? Because I think I'm a bit when you said poor goalkeeping, I agree with that, but then again. I've got, I've got a difficult angle on the big screen to see it, but he, in real time it looked like he, he, he was slow. To, yeah, he was and he slow. committed too early, I thought. I could be wrong. That's why I'm saying please message. You'll all see it on the, on the YouTube stream after the, uh, tonight's uh, extravaganza. Anyway, this is a free kick for Millwall. Let's try and get back into this. 34 minutes. Murray Wallace on the left side, just inside the Wigan half. It's lumped forwards into the danger zone. It's flick-headed on from Jake. This is now Vogie on the right side. What can he do? His shot is slammed into the, into the first defender. That's deflated what little atmosphere there was in it then. There wasn't an awful lot. I'm going to be up front listening to this beforehand. A gift of a goal. I think I saw Gary Rowett describe last week's second half shambles at Sunderland as gifting goals. Well, we just gifted Wigan a goal there. And then we're not going to do it if, um, if that's the kind of standard that we're working to, listeners. Is I'll do it being progress up the table. This is uh, Mason Bennett now, left side. Attacking run, ball into the box. Oh, that was a close range header. Who was that? Over the bar. Was that Vogel Summer? Great move, great cross. Bullet header from Vogel Summer. Wide of the mark. Great move. I thought that was in. I thought that was in the back of the net. I think most of Block One did as well. Obviously, look, we were restricted by Let's the Let's have a look angle. at it. In it comes. Wouldn't have been far away, but there we are. Inch is as good as a mile, dear listeners. 36 minutes. Here comes uh, Zian. Wide. 39 minutes. Come those 40s. It's Danny Mack on the right side. He's floated the ball in. Tom Bradshaw. Shot. Oh, what a goal! What a goal, Zian Fleming. Chested down by Bradshaw. Zian takes it on the volley. Slams in. Bottom left. 40 minutes. One been without him, listeners. Fantastic goal. Without sounding like Nostradamus, did I not say five minutes ago he's the only player who, when a ball lands him, can hear first time? There's a great example there. Ball's landed, hit on the volley, straight the Beautiful take. Yeah, beautiful, great finish. Look, watch, look. Put Chesit down. I mean, the, the touchdown's lovely as well. You watch his chest down. Top, top quality. Quality strike. That's warmed me up, listeners, I tell you. It's getting a bit cold now. What a strike. What a player. What a signing. 1.7 million. That 
is cheapest, cheapest chips. Who says that? Uh, David Dickinson, cheapest chips. But that was a, that was a great strike, and what, just what the team needed in a moment of um, we're adrift, we're like on the on the seven seas. We're a bit like um, Tom Hanks in Castaway when he's talking to that football. Wilson, Wilson. That's what I was shouting, Wilson up here. God damn you, Wilson. And then Zian Fleming steps up and gets the goal, and suddenly I'm rational again, listeners. What I like about Fleming is just so effortless, isn't it? It really is. He, he does Beautiful strike. Yeah, well, yeah. Well worth watching on the uh, on the YouTube stream, dear listeners. If you're looking for a, a, a Christmas present, you could do a lot worse. And our Pundit Game, we've partnered up with punditgame.co.uk. It's like a trivial pursuit game. You uh, answer five questions, and there's some fairly tough questions, listeners. I will... Um, I'll, I'll read a couple out if I get a chance to on another show. I haven't got it with me, obviously, at the moment. But every sale helps Kelly and the Lions Food Hub. We were able to donate 70 quid this week from uh, sales from Pundit, so really appreciate that everyone's bought the, uh, the, the game. It's a great Christmas present. I'd say for certainly adult football heads, people that know their football, I'd say you probably... Uh, Kids maybe are down to like late teens, 20. They've got sections on the 2010s, the, 20, the 2000s, 1990s, England, Euros, uh, EFL sections. And they do veer into toughies and easies. And the easies are not easy, believe me. So, uh, yeah, great game. Um, and it does good. If you, every, every sale made helps the food hub. So, um, punditgames.co.uk. Great segue there, Michael. Thank you very much, Indeed. mate. Yeah, yeah, the two punches in the arm really uh, helped lead it, didn't it? And we're into added time. I don't know how many added, eight minutes of added time we've got here. I'm looking forward to Mr. Bye for now's Christmas playlist. What's your favourite Christmas song now? Boney M. Boney M. Yeah, no, I mentioned um, Fairy Tale in New York is a classic, but I think it's a classic song in its own right. Um, but I also like, um, I don't know what it's called, Greg, Greg Lake did um, oh, I, believe in, I believe in Father Christmas, which is a fantastic song. Again, a fantastic song in its own right. Elton John, Step Into Christmas. Good tune. It's not bad. What's the best modern one? That's the question. I don't know much in the way of modern music, mate. No, no. Um, Kelly Clarkson's one, that's a good one. Is it? I, I like that one. I don't know anything about Kelly Clarkson. I'll send it to you later. Mary's boy Joel isn't normally one you'd associate with steel drums. Half time. Half time. Off the pitch. Everyone's running off. I thought I've only been like a pitch intrusion there, the way they're running off. But no, it's, it's half time. They can't wait to get inside. Half time. Millwall one. Wigan Athletic one. Achtung, Millwall. Welcome back, dear listeners. Teams are out in the, uh, the now dis descending darkness. The floodlights illuminating the den. Pitch brilliant green. Uh, Mill will be attacking the Coldblow Lane end in the second half, as per the dictums of the Venerable Bede, writing at Lindisfarne Abbey all those centuries ago. Wigan will be attacking the, the away end. Um, big difference in the first half. The individual uh, comes down to Zian Fleming, doesn't it, Aaron? I mean... Fairly scrappy game, even overall, and yet Zian Fleming comes in to produce a moment of magic and hold the lines back after a, conceding a, a silly goal. Touch of class, and that'll call it. Touch of class. Wigan come into today's game in 23rd position. I think they're in the third relegation spot. Mill obviously lurking still on the fringes of the top six, despite that um, dull thud of an anticlimactic 3 0 defeat last week at uh, the stadium at night. 
Let's hope we can press on in this second half. Tom Bradshaw holds to the ground. It's going to be a free kick for Millwall just on the edge of the D. I'd imagine Zian's going to take it. I can't believe he won't. He's got the, uh, he's got the buzz about him. He's taken a few steps back. 47 minutes on the clock. Here we go. It's on target, battered away. It was, it was going in the net, but the goalkeeper got down to it. Nicely pushes it uh, leftwards for a corner. On target, brilliant by Fleming. Just to it was moving in the air. You can see it moving in the air. That's what's all about, though, Uncle Nick. Have a go. Have a go. I don't know whether I'm keeping warm or going to go and mug someone with this on my like I say, Mike was got in for like a, a desperado kind of um, mask kind of look over his... But not, not one of those, um, you know, Covid masks. This is an actual desperado, bandido-type mask. It, it, this, I, I look like a Nolu Asda George ninja. You know, like one of these kind of faces that go away purely for the trouble, for the, F, the FV. Here come Millwall. On the left, Mason Bennett on the surging run that's balls into the box. It will fall to Billy Mitchell straight into the arms of the goalkeeper. He sent it straight down the middle. It's a nice move. Lovely, lovely surging run by Mason Bennett. That's great to see down the left side. And I suppose if you want to, you want that to fall to ZN Fleming, really, but Billy put it on target and he can't ask for more there. No, exactly. And to be fair, it was, it was a good reaction side by the goalkeeper, wasn't it? So, uh, one all, still one all, but. Can I just say, having recorded that ITV feature, yeah. Billy Mitchell, what a lovely guy. Oh, yeah, no, he came over really well on it, yeah, yeah. Very nice guy. Would you say Billy Mitchell's in top three player of the season so far? He's, he's much improved. I mean, he would be a contender. I probably can't see much past Zian at the no, moment, no, can you? That's why I said top three, because you know, you know Zian's run away. He would certainly be a top three yeah, yeah. for me. Um, or I know they like to do their sort of like young player of the year. Would he still constitute into that young? But then George Honeyman won it already because when he signed, he was Absolutely. player of the year, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah, Brighton against Dartford. <laughs> <laughs> we ignored the sending off against Cambridge and the fact he hasn't got back in the side since. Nice work, Danny Mack. Loving inside ball for Fleming. Little ball chip forwards. Balls out to Joel Savile. What can he do? Can he get a shot away? He's just running into trouble. Ball out wide now. Ball into the mix. Danny Mack, shot from distance, just wide left. That was, oh, that was homing in on the top corner. Savile needed to have that one straight away. Yeah, Savile, that's yeah. a mess up from him. He should have had that. Matt, Take Matt, it past one, bang yeah. McNamara there, that shot there has made people forget about how poor that was from Savile. <laughs> so while the game stops, I don't know if you mentioned it already on the, on, the, on the pod, but how does the world of TV compare to the world of radio? Uh, it's different. It's very different. Yeah. Um, radio, you are doing a lot of your own work. TV, you're directing as to where you're going, what you're doing, etc. Right. etc. Et you enjoy the radio more? Uh, I enjoy both. I enjoy right. both. Like TV's obviously taking me to different places. I'm kind of on this whistle stop tour of the country. It's nice. Mr. Yeah. Bolton on Monday. Whoa, oh, really? Whoa. It's living all right, isn't it? They're attempting to break a, a world record. The yeah. most amount of carol singers in one place. Okay. So, um, yeah. Doing that chat, it's been nice. Fair play. Excellent piece Aaron did for in the week. We've mentioned it already, Billy Mitch. But it was on the Lions Food Hub. It really is. It's doing the rounds on, on Twitter, so do check it out, listeners. Goalkeepers come very eccentrically halfway across his half there. Yeah, 
clear it's also, that. It's also good to highlight the work that clubs do, Nick, because a lot of people don't see that, they don't look at that, they don't look beyond like, the football. There's Wigan on the break, just interrupting Aaron there, so balls into the box. Oh. Skids across the middle six-yard box. Somehow we uh, we escape it, but Vogel Summers done well to get the ball back there. He recovered well. There was a moment of man this but he did well to recover it. 16 getting a bit leery, the crowd love that because that gives them something to react to. Can I just comment as well? And I, I, don't, I don't normally like to critique too much, but once again, Long has completely missed that ball in front of him. Yeah. Completely missed it. I, I don't get the why it was being picked, to be yeah. honest. After last week, I would have dropped yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. I watched him at Wimbledon when he was alone a few years ago and he weren't very good then. I mean, how he's come in and he's taken that one shot off of a bar who's been brilliant. Temperatures really drop, listeners. Yeah. It shows the quality of this game. We're talking about the weather. Talking about the weather. McLean to take the corner, as you'll gather from the sound effects. SFX. This is uh, Wigan in possession, just on their own halfway line, being pursued by Mason Bennett. They do a nice little uh, work routine on the right side. That's going to go for another corner. Mill under a little bit of pressure at the moment, listeners. 64 minutes. Another corner in, right side, punched away that time decisively by George Long. Wigan just keeping possession at the moment. That's going to be over the bar. Wigan in possession, listeners, coming down that right side. They've got down the right side a couple of times. Murray being uh, given a, a new uh, backside there. The ball across the box. This is McLean. This is now a shot from distance. That's on target. It should be offside. He is offside. Ball nearly rebounded into the path of a striker there, but it was offside. Shot on target there, good save. Or oh, a save. Yeah, I was just saying as well, and this sounds like we're, we're uh, members of the We Hate George Long. There is a fan, fan uh, club. A hate club. Yeah. Harry Warren is the, uh, is the chairman of it. That I find hard to believe. <laughs> chairman, he... CEO, media officer, yeah. treasurer of the lot. He's got to find someone to hate the football, isn't he? But, um, he doesn't seem to instill the confidence in the back line, does he? Well, he wouldn't know, no. He doesn't have the presence of Bielkowski, does he? No. I had a great question sent to me by Matt Nash of Metro Newspaper, because shout out to Matt Nash, asking when the last time that Millwall played at home on the same day as a big England game. And I can't, the only one I could think of that matched the, uh, you know, the, the gravity of the game tonight We'll be going all the way back to 1972 when Millwall played Preston North End in a famous game, which we won 2-0. Thought we'd been promoted to the first division. Crowd invaded the pitch. Wall ball across the box there. 29th of April, 72 to be precise. Um, heartbreaking game because we weren't actually promoted. We thought we were. Crowd invaded the pitch. Enjoy. But on the same evening, England played West Germany in the quarterfinals of the European uh, Championships, Euros, I suppose you'd call it, in modern money, and got beat 3-1 at home to West Germany. Gordon Banks in goal, and I watched that game on television. So 1972, I was 11 years old. Um, I can't think of any other occasions where Millwall played at home on the same night as a big game that matters for England. I can't think of a situation like it. It's been a scrappy affair, I've got to say. I mean, it's not been um, an extravaganza. We can very much plan for the draw. 
cold starting to seep into my bones, a bit like Captain Scott of the Antarctic, listeners. Game's just drifted into a kind of um, scrappy nothingness now. Um, 11 minutes of regular time, 79 minutes to go. Hard to see anyone breaking out of this at the moment, really. We've shown no real fluidity in the second half at all. Very similar to the Sunderland game last week, where I know this isn't been, it wasn't an excellent first half, but there was promise there that you could build on. Yeah. And it's just petered out, isn't it? What's missing, and what was missing last week, is that real spark of energy. Um, I think you're right, Murray's been shown up badly at times in this game by probably a fairly average Wigan winger. Um, And the thing is as well... Rowett don't seem to fancy um, Malone's defensive falter, does he? And the thing is, the fans are getting frustrated with the decisions, but they they are cheap silly little fouls you shouldn't be giving away that's right you know and <coughs> I can understand their frustration but sure on the other spot stop fouling people you know misplaced pass from Hutchison spoke to something of an exit for the, uh, you know, for, the for the way out this has been a poor show increasingly poor show as the second half's gone along I've said it, what you sound about with the resources I've said it all season and sorry if I sound like I'm a broken record but take Z and Fleming out of this side who in the top six would buy any of these players out there now? No, that's a good point. Very, very drab afternoon, listeners. I mean, just to try and summarise things, we're on 87 minutes now. Obviously, it's still one each, still a few minutes of, of action to go, but it's been a very dour game. Um, one moment from the middle perspective of, of individual brilliance for the uh, Zian Fleming, a few moments in the first half where he laid off and touched the balls. Apart from that, it's been... Um, Workmanlike is uh, probably doing it a favour. I think that's a better summary, to be honest. I'm trying to find the, the erudition to uh, summarise it and the man there captured it in, in one sentence. I came to the game today, listeners, actually quite missing me. I haven't been for a couple of months. And in that very Millwall style, I was looking forward to getting down here today. Um, and now I'm really looking forward to going home. That's very Millwall. <laughs> I can't wait to get out of here. just looking forward to a bottle of wine. This is um, McLean. Oh, I bet he swings. Doesn't an air mix uh, air swing there? <laughs> McLean reacting to the crowd now. Release it. There's a final whistle. One each on what was in truth a very dour, disappointing performance by Millwall um, I'm just looking forward to getting home if you're Colo Torre you are buzzing after that mate that's yeah. a great result for you, we didn't pressurise them enough in the second half um, very very poor performance big thank you Michael Avery great to see Aaron Paul back in the, on the oh, show again guys. come on England thank you to you too dear listeners hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. 
And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Achtung, Mailball. Um, it's Matt Richards. Um, yeah, just giving a, a quick review of yesterday's game. Um, yeah, I'm just getting over last night's England performance, so, so I'm a bit croaky and a bit knackered. Um, yeah, it's just a really flat, flat, bit of a flat day, flat day all around, really. But I mean, it's just um, cold. The, the team never got going. The crowd never got going. Um, you know, we we had a few chances, Bradshaw. Um, Bogusama first half if we're taking them but it's the same old story we're just not clinical enough when we do get chances uh, which we're, not, we're not playing it enough through Fleming why why we just keep lumping it up to Bradders all the time I mean I just got you know he does well for you know he's like five foot nothing but he, he does well but we've, we've got to, we've got to show a bit more creativity than that we've got to try something different it's and the lack of options on the bench, the attacking options, is just plain to see. We've just, you know, Afobi's injured. I don't know where Alafi's gone. Bury, you know, he's, you know, maybe one in ten games he might do something, but he's just too inconsistent. And we need consistency if we're going to actually get into the top six. Um, we, we need to get something in the window, transfer window. Um, we need some more options up front. It wasn't a good game all round for anybody. Really, Mitchell, I don't think he had a great game. Should have scored. I mean, second half, that was the chance. Um, Saville, you know, nobody kind of covered themselves in glory. Coops probably had a good, he had a good game. Long made a good save. But it's just one of those flat days which you kind of think, well, you know, we, we need to take a chance. Just get three points at home because now we've got two away games. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Um we go again, still got a chance of uh, making the playoffs, but we've got to get some points on the board. Anyway, come on you Lions. Cheers. John here, just ringing in with post-match observations. It's just finished uh, 1-1 at the 10th, Millwall v Wigan. And yeah, I mean, just a few observations. We, uh, it was a disappointing watch really. Um, Wigan had a, a chance very, very early on, literally in the first minute, which George Long did well to save. And I was happy with our back four, apart from on our left. Um, their right winger, again, gave Murray Wallace a very tough time defensively. And I think that was Rich Pickens for Wigan, who tried to exploit us down their right or our left, more or less all the match. Uh, their goal was a bit of a calamity, a bit of a keystone cops knockabout. The ball bouncing around, fell to one of the uh, Wigan players.
George Fort, George Drum had previously saved it, I think, and he was unfooted and he was in the back of the net. And that kind of woke me all up. My impression was we were still suffering from whatever disease we picked up in the second half against Sunderland. Um, we didn't really, really seem to get a grip on the game at all. Our midfield duo of Savile, uh, Savile and uh, Mitchell, I'm afraid, were totally outplayed by Wigan. And I think Wigan played very well. They obviously got a new manager trying to impress, came with the right attitude, and really they deserved their 1-1 draw. A moment of brilliance from Zian Fleming with a wonderful shot from outside the box, evened it up. Um, I was watching Fleming, he was quite easy to pick out, he had the orange boots on, and, you know, he didn't get hardly any of the ball in the first half, and not a great deal in the second half. So not a lot for him as a number 10 to work on, and I think that was because of our midfield. Uh, we just could not get a grip on the ball. I haven't seen the possession stats, but, you know, playing without the ball, um, I'm not sure it paid off for us today. Our press, again, was very disjointed. We have Tom Bradshaw as a sole presser up front and the rest of the team don't go with him. I don't think they've really coordinated their press. And I think Wigan exploited our weaknesses. They ran into spaces. Um, they mixed it up a little bit. And fair play to them. Very, very frustrating. Um, I thought Jake Cooper had a good game. I thought Sean Hutchinson played well and Danny Mack seemed OK. Savile and Mitchell, I think they lost the midfield battle there. Consequently, Fleming didn't get a huge amount to uh, to work with. Uh, Bradshaw's first touch let him down. Not the greatest of games from Mason Benhill, Fogel, Slammer. And I think the reason why is because of our lack of quality possession. When we had the ball, we tried to play it down the channels and got frustrated and then resorted to long balls. So... A very, very frustrating watch. The mood was a little bit antagonistic in the cold blow lane end. We were all a bit frustrated. Must do better than that mill wall. Um, and I think we're lucky really to scrape a 1-1 draw. Beginning of the second half, we came out strong. Billy Mitchell had a wonderful shot saved. Danny Mack came close and shot. But, you know, we didn't really threaten in the box. There was, a, you know, I think we might be missing Benekophobi, someone who can actually show a bit of quality with the ball at his feet in a tight space in the box and, and slot it home. So we're definitely missing a, a quality number nine who's got composure on the ball. Uh, Bradshaw's great as a goal poacher, but when it comes to actually controlling the ball and making space, giving yourself a yard or two of space and taking a man on, um, I think we're lacking in that department. So over and out, I hope England uh, do well tonight against France. Let's see what happens. Come on, you Lions. Morning, Nick. This is uh, Jim Hackett. Um, the day after the game and obviously the England uh, game last night as well. Just talking about Millwall. Disappointed with yesterday, I thought. Um, it was a poor start. We seemed to be on the back foot very early on. Um, long pulled off a great save, I thought, in the first minute. Um, but... It was one of those games where we never quite got the grips with everything. I think we had a little spell just before we scored where Billy Mitchell came right into it and seemed to be dominating the, the centre of the park and went really well. But overall, I think it was probably a fair result, one all. Wigan kept the ball better than us. At times, they, they didn't look too ambitious, but they uh, 
they cause us a few problems, especially with their balls across the, the front of the goal. As a team, I thought Murray Wallace, once he got booked, I think he was uh, he was a a problem, and it, it seemed a problem throughout the whole game. And out of the old row, I didn't think of bringing Malone on. I was astounded when he, he made substitutions, and we didn't actually deal with the left back place. So it's a, a disappointment. Cooper and Hutchinson, I thought, played very well yesterday. Uh, departing, obviously, as always, was a bit suspect, but. In terms of defending, I thought they defended quite well. Danny McNamara had a decent game. Uh, and then you go into the midfield and we didn't really get too much out of Ogie yesterday. And I think Mason Bennett looked a little bit bright at times and, and other times he sort of gave the ball away or didn't get past his man. But Billy and, and Sav in the middle, Billy was steady throughout the whole game. And like I say, he had that 10-minute period where he seemed to be on top of everything and really seemed to get us going forward. And so I was very... Uh, Surprised when he sort of drifted out as the game went on. Fleming um, scored his goal, looks the part, and uh, you know I think that if he just keeps popping them into the net, then nobody's going to moan too much. He's got a little bit of quality that, that tends to shine through, doesn't give the ball away too often, looks for a good pass all the time. So very, very uh, comfortable with him. Um, Bradshaw, I thought, worked his knackers off yesterday and uh, probably deserved more. He gave their their back to central defenders a, a torrid time and, and I felt a bit sorry for him because he, he did put the work right in not a lot of quality but he he, he does what he does so very uh, comfortable with him as well I think the rest of the the rest of the game as, as such we could have lost and we probably could have won if uh, one of the two or three chances that we had did go in the net but as always we never seem to find that final final bit that, that gets it in there overall disappointed with the performance I thought we uh we could have been better, but then we we got away with a draw, I think, at times. So in in real terms, we're not too damaged, you know, going forward because nobody else seems to have got a, a run on us in terms of positions. But I think um, I was a bit disappointed with route substitutions. I thought, you know, at times he 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 sees things and he doesn't do anything about it. Murray Wallace was a a bit of a liability throughout the whole game, and he just left in there and and he kept getting roasted by their their wide players. So. Disappointing result. Hopefully, it'll be a January transfer window will come up and we'll get a left-back or we'll get a left-sided player or a right-sided winger and we'll do some more uh, damage to other teams. But the way things are, you can see us sort of drifting in the mid-table and, and not going too much further. So, sorry about that. I wish I was a bit more positive today, but it's been a, a bad Saturday for all Millwall supporters and uh, all England supporters as well. Good luck anyway. See you soon, Nick. Bye-bye. Achtung, Mailball. Welcome back, dear listeners. Joining us on the show now to review what's been quite a miserable weekend, one way or the other, is a new voice. What a way to make a debut. Welcome, Dan Shepherd. How are you, Dan? Um, very well, thanks, Nick. Thanks for uh, inviting us on the show. Big uh, follower um, every weekend. And yeah, I definitely picked an interesting weekend to make my debut on the show. A doozy, as they say in, in America. Abs- you picked a do- not a bo- doozy. Not a Bobby Dazzler. So, no, looking forward to uh, talking Yeah, we're reviewing, obviously, yesterday's one-all draw at home to to Wigan. We'll also mention in passing the England result last night, 2-1 to France, which will be done to death elsewhere. So, uh, we won't have an awful lot extra to add to to that, but we'll we'll touch on it later, perhaps. 
Um, Dan, one all draw in a very mediocre game yesterday. Um, it's it, it's kind. Of, we were just saying off air, mate, weren't we? It's kind of hard to see how we're really going to kickstart a real promotion driver. I don't think we're out of it personally, but we will get these mediocre runs and probably another good run at some point. But I, it's hard to see us as real contenders with this squad as it stands at the minute. How do you see it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm mean, going to think we were just saying off air. You kind of, you know, it's the hope that kills you, right? And all of these different games. And we've been building a bit of momentum. We've gone into the yeah. Christmas break and, well, the pre-Christmas break. And yesterday was a big old reality check, weather-wise, football-wise, referee-wise, you name it, across all of them. Yeah. And I hope to blame any one of them. But right now, if we can't break teams down like that and we can go on about their front two and Torre and all those things, but if we can't break them down, you're not going to win the prize. No, I mean, I thought Wigan were very... I mean, they were 23rd in the league table, Dan. So, you yeah. know, I think they, they looked like they were 23rd in the league table. Um, that's not to knock them. They, they're they working hard with a very average squad, to say the least. But we've got, we've, we've got to be able to take these teams apart if we want to finish in the top six, which is the stated aim of the club. So, um, you know, the squad at the moment just doesn't have the, the guile... There's only one player that has the guile, and we all know who that is. Um, <laughs> yeah. But beyond beyond Zian, um, you know, we're we're an okay squad, but we're not going to really challenge. I, you know, no. up front, dear old Tom Bradshaw is. I think I described him yesterday as industrious, which is a kind of a, a coded way of saying. Uh, Michael said it um, in, in the stadium. We don't get many goals. You know, I know he was a hat trick yeah. hero the other week, but we we. I think a minimum we need is someone that's going to be sharper in and around the box to hopefully start scoring some of the chances that we we, we create we created yeah. yesterday. I mean, we all you know everyone down the den loves a hard worker, and I, and I'm, I'm I've been one of Tom's biggest fans for a while. I think he puts in the yards. You can't deny that. But then when we're yeah. structurally setting ourselves up to hit long balls to him and expecting him to win headers against six-foot defenders, something's gone wrong in the process. And I don't know whether it's Vogue needs to move into that position. We need to spend some cash in January. But there's only so much we can kind of keep saying, you know, great effort, great effort without, without you know, the results at the end of it. So, you know, Zian must be thinking... I'm doing all right here, but uh, what's around me at this point that's going to kind of allow me to be as good as I can be? Um, too many passes, not getting where they need to be, not quick enough on the transitions. Just didn't look at the yeah. races. And, you know, and I think, you know, look at the possession stats from a team 23rd. Max Power's a great player, but it's it's just not good enough at this stage. And, and I, I think when I wrote to you, Nick, to say I wanted to come on the show, I described myself as a centrist left. I'm a fan of the club. I've been a fan. I've been a fan of Rowett for a long time. I'm not complaining about any of those things. But on this day, you've got to come back and you've just got to be putting these sides to bed because then you know then you can you can start working on your away form. But right now, it's uh, it was a tough cold Saturday that then got slightly more frozen in the evening. Yeah, we got very frayed as the game went on. I mean, I, I think. To look at it from a neutral, I just watched the the brief YouTube clips. I don't subscribe to uh, Mural Television. I, I won't pay five pound a month for, <laughs> uh, for, for the, the, the players for doing that. some kind of. No, no, not for that. No, that's, that's probably a better way to put it. Not for that. I won't pay a fiver, um, and also I won't pay a fiver to hear how it's um, post match um, words, which should be available for at least some of it for free. But anyway. Um, 
I mean, we, we actually had one or two chances. I watched the YouTube clips. I mean, the, the, the Bradshaw moment in the first half um, was the standout, probably. Um, we should, you know, it's the U word, and un, we're unlucky. Um, but you, you do create your own luck to a degree in, in, in football, Dan, and uh, good yeah. players take those moments, don't they? Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the goal, I watched the goal again with, with slightly more... Um, sympathetic eyes than maybe in real time in the stadium because uh, I think um, Long in goal, who I, I criticised in real time, I thought that was bad goalkeeping, but actually was committed mm. to go the wrong way, really. Um, yeah. And then fell to the Wigan striker to, to basically tap into a, what was a little more than an open net. Um, it was still a gutter, wasn't it? I mean, they, they weren't really... They had an early chance, but they weren't really at it yesterday. And uh, we gifted the goal. I think that's a regular word that Gary Rowett uses. Yeah, I mean, it used to be, you know, a few games ago, it used to be in the first 10 minutes. We've sort of dragged it out slightly later than that now. But that just had an air of inevitability about it. And as you say, you create your own luck. I think you can't really blame Long. He's committed to the left. If he'd have, if it had stood where he is and that doesn't deflect and goes through, we'd be having a go at him on the other side. But when it's not, you know, when it's not going your way, it's not going your way. Um, but they had so much space down that right hand side. You mean they you know, did? Yeah. Lang, you know, Lang, Lang's a good player, but we we allowed him. I mean, we allowed him. Wallace got done twice, I think, for getting too close to him, and then you know having to do the old shirt pull. Um, and uh, that just felt quite exposing down the down the right at home with a with a defence that we always talk about being so solid. Yeah, no, Murray, I, that was one of the points I, I made to myself. And also I picked out a comment from the net, uh, from Twitter, from Mike Perkins. He says he's no fan of Scott Maloney, loves Murray to bits, but he needs to be <laughs> dropped because he's having a mare at the moment. Um, you're right, we, we were always vulnerable as they came forwards throughout the whole game, really. And they, they really weren't up to much, Dan. So that, that's... That's, yes, it's, it's an area that I can only hope that the the club are looking at in the January transfer window because if uh, I love these nicknames, if Styles is not around, then um, and, <laughs> and Murray seems to be going for a bad time of it at the moment. Scott Malone is not a defensive defender, is he? He's, he's a he's a no. forward, almost semi winger, really. So we do yeah. look vulnerable on that left side, and I think that's that's where the kind of the depth of squads and money comes into play in this second half of the season where you're going yes, to start to get exposed in particular areas. Um, and other clubs watch our games as much as we watch theirs in the pre-match planning. And, you know, they're going to see where they're going to attack. And you could see a very clear game plan from Wigan yesterday. And we flattered them with it. You know, yeah. you don't mind when you come to get down, get beat by a team that's been come down from the premiership, but those boys are, uh, they were playing for their shirt, but we made it easy for them. And, um, what what yeah. a horrible shirt to be playing for as well. That was that was one of the most impressive <laughs> kits I've seen yeah, it, in a long time in football. I'm, I include non-league there, Dan, because yeah. you might expect that to be. It, um, yeah, it was on a, it was some kind of sci-fi show. I thought they were about you know they were about to go off to some alien planet. Uh, not but, the biggest um, issue from the game, but it was a, it was no, awful. Wasn't it? You it wouldn't wear it to the gym. If I went around Newham Leisure Centre, listeners, I wouldn't put that shirt on. It was horrible. <laughs> um, I mean, that goal, when I equalise, let's talk about some positives because yeah. there were one or two positives. We, we did have a few good moves, a few good chances. And the goal from Zian, um, who I don't know it's where quality. we'd be without. The top quality strike there, Dan. Lovely little yeah. chest by, by um, Tom. We, we've yeah. made sure we, we've... Um, been a little bit critical of for, for probably for unfair reasons, but um, there's a nice chest down and a lovely volley into the net, Bozzi. Oh, 
Yeah, I mean, I think Zian actually starts it in the middle and then gets it out to Dan, Danny McNamara. McNamara puts a lovely float in, and I think he's just in the right place at the right time. And you've got to give Bradshaw a bit of um, bit of credit for that chest down. He, he sets it up nicely, but players of past would probably would have waited for that to bounce and it would have looked like Harry Kane's second penalty, but, you know, drills it straight in the bottom first time. Yeah. And when you do give him the ball, he's going to score. But I think that might be our problem is how much we can give him the ball to score. <laughs> if only we could give him the ball all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was, I was a little bit, um, I was just reading through Gary Rowett's post-match interview. It's on uh, News at Den, a, a written account, I think this is. Um, it says we responded quite well after going behind. We had some good moments. We we did have a few good moments. The thing that bothers me, and, and, and just on the paragraph I'm looking at, Rowett says, I think we worked hard, we competed, but when it came down to it, we didn't have that zip in our performance on and off the ball. Because I was really struck down. I don't know about you. I don't know anyone that watched the game. Um, we really faded through. It was a cold, harsh second half. I mean, the, the conditions yeah. weren't, weren't enjoyable, were they? But... Um, you know, as the game wore on, as we got into the kind of last quarter of the game, 67 minutes onwards, we looked really ragged. Um, yeah. No idea. Um, and that bothers me because you, we, it's where you want the middle side to press on in the last yep. 20 minutes. Get yeah. the crowd involved. Bring it in. No, nothing happened. No. And, you know, with that classic second half season squad and all those things we talk about over the years and the points play out there. Uh, this should have been a game where, you know, they've come off the back end of a bit of a second half hiding off of Sunderland. They should have been, they could have had those uh, 12, 12th man and women behind them, but we didn't, yeah. didn't just didn't give enough for that to get going. And, you know, yeah, the pitch was frozen, but I'd watched the Preston game up at Blackburn earlier in the day and that looked a much uh, harsher pitch and they went for it, you know, gung-ho. Yeah, so I think, yeah. I think we, we always love a trier at Mill. Well, that's the way we want, but at this point, um, it's actually about the trying and the quality coming together. And it's in there. We see it in patches, as you say, during the game. There's a there's a five-minute bit where suddenly Matt Namara is getting, giving it into Mitch and Sav's helping out. And you think, oh, this is going to build quite nicely. And it's just it just hasn't hasn't got there. So I don't know whether they all had too many long weekends in Disney Paris over the break <laughs> and uh, enjoyed themselves with the kids. And I'm sure they deserve it. But um, we definitely haven't had a comeback from this break. It looks like an England tea break at cricket. Oh, mate. Um, uh, Fogelsammer, I thought, was unlucky. He had like a bullet header. I think that was in the second half. Uh, That was a left-sided move and the ball whipped in from the left and he he caught it nicely. And Unlucky, that's the same word again. We keep keep using that word. Um, There we are. Uh, We finished one each and I think we still remain in seventh seventh position. So we're still in contention, bizarrely. I mean, I think it probably is a bit of a a thing to to say that the, the division isn't brilliant. Um, no. Let's have a look at the league table. Here we are. Seventh, I, had, yeah, I had a look earlier, early. Nick, and if we lose, you know, I think you can go down to 16th for 29 points and you can be third with, yeah. you know, if Watford wins. So it's definitely not a season to um, to be proud of from the championships point of view, but that's when it should be, you know, this feels like it's slightly for the taking, a little bit like the England guys yesterday. This it feels like it's it was this is the chance season. Yeah, there's a great um, tweet, incidentally, where it mentioning England, the England result. I think Dan Poor said he's used to um, he's used to Millwall messing up his weekend. He's, I'm used to Millwall ruining my weekends. I'm used to England ruining my weekends. <laughs> Having both ruining it on the same day is, yeah. is, 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 is he's got a series of emojis 
crying his eyes out, you know. Um, I know, I got, got I, up on Saturday, sorry, no, I was going to say, I got up on Saturday morning and uh, took the boy down the cafe with my with my brother and, and he had that air of kind yeah. of youthful expectation where he was like, we're going to beat Wigan and we're going to be in the semi-finals. Of the we're going to beat France. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I felt like that, I felt like that grumpy old git that actually tell him that probably it's not going to be that way. And that sounds, sounds like sad inevitability. I mean, we're not out of the season. I, th- I think it no. will be crucial to see how we improve our squad then because yeah. January does loom the, 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 the I think Neil Fissler said it a few times I think he made the point on the show we did Friday about the the limitations of our of our of our squad and I think yesterday was another game like Sunderland away where the limitations were, were cruelly exposed you know not taking chances and being found out in defense so I mean there's a goalkeeping debate. I don't know where you yep. stand on the Jules Long versus Bart Bielkowski debate. I, I personally prefer a goalkeeper that makes saves, maybe don't distribute so well. Um, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Bart know, fan. That... I don't, I'm a total Bart fan, I think. Um, he had a couple of early mistakes in the season, but he, you know, he, he always looks like he's going to save you at least one or two goals per game. And I think, to me, that outweighs the distribution. We've got a back four. They know how to pass yeah. the ball. Um, I would. It would always be back to Bart for myself. Whether he would have made that save yesterday, I mean, that's the first thing that leaps to people's lips yeah. at the moment. He did make a decent save. I think it was in the opening a uh, few few minutes, uh, the first minute mm. possibly, where he, he got down well to save from a a wig yeah. and move forwards. Um, so it is. It is harsh to pin everything on him. I mean, his distribution. I I don't know. We're not distributing much at all at the moment. So. Whether that's down to long or the rest of this team really needs to. Take I mean, their, I, I think uh, as it say, it doesn't really matter where you. How big the distribution is down the end of the pitch. If you're aiming at a poor old Tom Bradshaw under six foot, uh, you know, in a, in the moody days, it would have been would have been half a tactic. We might have got makes away with sense right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but when you're aiming at the that's smallest right. man on the pitch, it's not the it's not the tactic for me. I mean, I think there's a general consensus. Don't if you'd agree that the left side is an area that we need to to strengthen. And yeah. clearly, if we can lay our hands on a goal scorer, I don't know, that's that's like saying, can you find the, uh, the King Arthur's Holy Grail while you're at it? You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, um, yeah. you I mean, know, it's, 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 the, it's, the, it's the gold dust, isn't it, of, of the division? But that is an area where we're not, we just don't score enough goals, do we? Um, no, and, we, and this is where... We do probably, depend on Fleming. Yeah, and this is probably where I get a bit more defending of the club, I think. You know, I can't remember the name of the guy who scored the two goals up at Sunderland last weekend, who's on a loan from Man United, he's 25 million quid. Oh, you know. uh, D- 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 Diallo, was it? Was it Diallo, Diallo, yeah. Um, you know, so Zeming at, Fleming at 1.8 looks like, or 1.7, whatever it was, looks like an absolute steal. But there just ain't that many around. And I think, you know, going no. into January when everyone wants to be doing what they want to be doing, whatever league they're in, I think that the chances of finding that person who's going to just drop your 15 goals from here is uh, is a tough one for any club. And I think, you know, it go, sometimes goes against us. So I won't be too harsh on them there, but that is the challenge. It's the absolute challenge, I think. It is the challenge, but you also do need the team, the squad, to raise their game. And I don't think, mm. you know, it's easy to knock Gary Rowett, and you can always criticise a manager, I think, even the very, very best. I'm sure um, yeah. Didier Deschamps has his, has his critics in <laughs> France, you know, um, and everyone always thinks they know better. So I think that's, a, that's an easy, easy get out. But I think you do have to look at the squad, the, the collective group of players, because there are some decent players. They may not be world beaters, but they're certainly not as poor as, as I think we've seen in the last two games, Dan. Sunday yeah. in the second half 
and pretty much second half um, yesterday. I mean, you know, we, yeah. we were in it at half time. We should have pressed on, and we didn't. We didn't press on at Sunderland. Um, that's that's a mentality thing of the group. I, I I don't know where that's coming from. Whether they enjoyed their break a little bit too much. Maybe they, as you say, they took off to Disneyland or something. Maybe they like that. <laughs> preferred that to football. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, but there's I a flaw a there. There's a there's a flaw there, and I'm 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 one of the you know I'm I'm always positive about the team, and I, you know I'll always get behind them, I'll never boo. Um, and there's been moments in games during the earlier part of the season that you know the Preston second half, where you can you can only applaud them that first half against Watford. They you know absolutely, I don't you know yeah. don't think that'll be the same result when we play them on Boxing Day. Um, uh, no, but yeah, there's just there's no. just a bit of zip missing. So either you know they've either got to go and sort that out against Luton quite quickly, um, and and then maybe we'll all put our, our complaints to bed and, and we'll all move on. But um, we're a fickle set of fans, as all fans are. Uh, so three wins, uh, three wins on the on the on the trot, and we'll you know this will be a conversation. We'll just say, oh, I think we lost. Are we drew? Um, but yeah, there's something missing. And and I, I, at this point, I don't blame I don't blame Rowett. I think he set the he took the advice either publicly or privately earlier in the season around the five, much debated. He's got he's, we've got what we wanted as a four. Uh, and right now, I think yeah. the players have got to take some responsibility for themselves. You know, there's some young nippers in there, and you know, Billy looks like probably the most lively and get wants to yeah. give. But you know, Sav's got to step up, and you know, Cooper's they've got got to be a bit more vocal on the pitch. They've got to be vocal and drive and drive themselves out of this uh, position. And you know, the opportunity's there. Two wins, you can be third. And it's a massive opportunity, Dan. You know, we, we, oh. we're talking about the Premier League. We're talking about the promised land. These players should be caring <laughs> more than they're giving us the impression that they do at the moment so that's um that's that's a rare i don't know i, I think sometimes it's easy to dig gary rower and there's a as a natural um design not to dig the players but that's who that's who take the field that's who try yeah. to um play the game they didn't really do it yesterday it's touch on england last night what this double disappointment <laughs> for your boy oh, <laughs> welcome yeah. to the rest of life son <laughs> exactly um yeah, I mean, obviously it all turned on that missed penalty, really, didn't it? I mean, France are a decent side. I thought we, I thought we, they took two two good chances, France, but I thought we yeah. actually played quite well against them. But unless you take your own chances, and this is a familiar refrain yeah. from Millwall, wasn't it? Um, yeah, you're not going to beat the quality teams. Yeah, it sort of had a bit of a sense of replay, but with a loss at the end of it, I think you know stats yeah. wise, stats wise, we actually bossed the game. Um, I wouldn't be inviting either Stroud or our uh, friend Wilton, the ref, to my Christmas dinner. One's going to blow his party. whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Stroud's going to blow his whistle all the way through the Christmas speeches, and Wilton's going to think he's coming to an under six party. Um, he was clearly out of depth, but I think that's you know you can't use those excuses. I thought we played all right. I think I think they allowed Mbappe noise to to mean that that's where all the focus went. And actually, I thought Griezmann yeah, yeah. did a really good job of just nipping around all, all over that pitch uh, and put an actually quality cross in. Um, He's irrationally uh, annoying for oh. one of the greatest players in the game has generated. Yeah. He's good. You yeah. know. I find him just so... I don't know what it is. I was saying this to my wife last night. I don't know why I get irritated by him, whether it's his face, I don't know, <laughs> or his manner. or I, I, yeah. you know, This is all irrational stuff, listeners. And I, I'm you a yeah. 60-year-old bloke. Plus, I shouldn't get annoyed by these... <laughs> Bodily ticks. I don't know, but he's a very, uh, very yeah. annoying person. Uh, I mean, I'd hate For to. One of the uh, greats. Yeah, I think you'd hate to play against him. He's just, he just gets behind. He's in those pockets, and I think, 
I think the as I say, I think the Mbappe thing was just this sort of sort of slightly red herring that the everyone played into, mm-hmm. and it just opened up a lot of space behind. But you've got to take your chances, like we've just been talking for the last twenty minutes in 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 the Mill game. You know, I'm not going to blame Harry. I think he's I think he's probably thought that that, that Lloris is going to go that way because he knew where he went the first time. And uh, yeah. unfortunately, he got his seven iron out, and um, that ball's still somewhere floating into Qatar. This, this is this is knockout football. You don't take your chances. Yeah. You you live by the sword. You die by the sword. Yeah. What about the Gareth Southgate debate? Let's close out on on, mm. on Mr. 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 Waistcoat or Wesker, as my old granddad used to call him, Mr. Wesker. Um, he's he's come out and said he's going to review his position. Um, yeah. I think he'd be mad to leave the England job if, unless say the FA want to sack him. I, I think he'd be potty to leave it because I can't really see him as a Premier League level manager. And I, I think he's got a nice little niche there. But I think yeah. I look at football in a way that nice little tickle for you, a nice wage, not going to do much, you know, yeah. my own personal angle. But I, I don't know if he'd see it that way. I think he might have ideas that he can prove himself yeah. as a Premier League manager. I don't, you know, I don't think he's at the Eddie Jones uh, position in rugby where, you know, like you could tell his time was up. I think if you look at the yeah. France and the Spain squads before they went on to be successful, they were around the semis and the quarters for a bit. So I think, you know, other than probably Henderson, this team will be there for the Euros and possibly, the, you know, most of them for the World Cup. Yeah. So if I was him, I'd be yeah. sticking around. I think St George's Park's got some nice parking and quite, you know, luxurious. Uh, it is easy job, isn't it? Nice little number. <laughs> so, I love that. Minor... Um, yeah. Unless uh, you know, unless he fancies a little trip down to South Bermondsey, but I'm not sure that. I'm not sure I don't think he'd be a hit with that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'd be a hit at all down at the den, do you? I, 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 I don't think takes so. A certain, you've got to be a certain type of personality, I think, to get along with the den. One thing I will say, Gary Rowett has got, must have the skin of a rhinoceros for the amount of oh. stick that he gets. I mean, block one. I mean, I don't know what it's like around the rest of the, the stadium. Yeah. Like, um you need to be uh, you need to be robust. Yeah, no, he, he clearly blocks out. So, yeah, I think on the Southgate, if I was him, I'd be staying around unless the FA have got a difference of opinion. I think the players clearly warm to him and he's got, you know, he's got that kind of spine of a team that are all very loyal. Um, the FA but, won't you know, suck him, are they? He's, he's their, their kind of bloke, you know. I'm just, I'm just, de- just desperate to not, um, just desperate to uh, not always say what might have been for the rest of my life around England. Done, Dan. Thank you for coming on the show, mate. I really Absolute good to talk to you. Pleasure. Mate. We'll do Absolute it again. Pleasure. Thank you to you too, Dillis. Incidentally, well done to the hardcore that turned out to go down the wall yesterday. It was freezing, and um, there was hardcore in block one. Everyone was in that ground yesterday. Well done. Um, you know, big day. Easy not to have gone. So, uh, thank you for listening, dear listeners. Let's hope for a better show next week. Thank you, Dan. Until the next one, Arriva Dirty Millwall. Bye for now. Achtung, achtung, Christmas is a coming, dear listeners. And to quote Richard Chaplow, 26 appearances, nine sub, one goal. As he once said, you cannot beat a good board game. And we've got a good board game for you here. Achtung has teamed up with a tremendous football trivial pursuit style game called Pundit. You can follow Pundit at Pundit Games on Twitter. And it's a really nice little game, actually. It's a board game. It consists of football trivia questions, easy and hard. Some of the hard ones are very, very hard. And you move along a football pitch to score goals against your opponent. It will suit the football head in your life, dear listeners. Great way to pass a Christmas afternoon. You can get a 10% discount if you visit 
punditgames.co.uk at p-u-n-d-i-t g-a-m-e-s punditgames.co.uk get a 10% discount at checkout with the code LIONS in capital letters LIONS capital letters and every sale will benefit the Lions Food Hub um, what a better way to pass your Christmas than to enjoy a good football trivia game and to know you're doing good at the same time so get on it punditgames.co.uk imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.